Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. Uh, uh. We got Bow Wow in the house. My man Lil Zane. Uh, Lil Wayne. Sammy Saint took me. Strength one, caught you by surprise. Strength two, right before your eyes. Bitch three, this one's to the wall. Ain't no fun like a game of hardball. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of your favorite college baseball podcast, Believe in College Baseball. I am Alan Stiles with Orlando Razo, and thank you for listening. If you're listening, you're probably listening on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, or Luminary. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and give us a rating. You know, if you like us, give us five stars. If you don't, don't give us five stars, but at least let us know why. Orlando, it's just me and you today. We still got a lot to get through. You know, it's probably going to be more of a hybrid show uh, versus strictly college baseball, but I'm still excited. How you feeling? How you living? Well, I am excited, as you know from last week, you know, always excited. Yes. Uh, but yeah, just the gruesome twosome, as you like mm-hmm. to say, uh, right. promise the listeners, we will have a guest coming up, but as of now, just enjoy us. You know, we don't get, we don't get too many times like this. So just enjoy us three or us four. If you listen with a friend or us five, if you listen with yeah. two friends and the list goes on, but we really appreciate our it. Family, <laughs> our family members, you might all just be listening together. Yeah, exactly. And we don't know how big or like maybe it's extended families we can go on forever about how many people could listen to one podcast at the same time yes safely while social distancing correct 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 so what do we got today what do we got yeah so um i want to start it with we're, we're we're jumping the gun a little bit here we know it wouldn't be the week weekend of the college world series but we're going to give our ideal eight Anyway, and there's no real rules besides um, a college team that ever existed before. Uh, So that's our ideal eight. We're going to have some fun with it. Then from there, we are going to talk about what the heck is going on with Major League League Baseball, which if you trickle everything down, affects minor league baseball, which if you trickle everything down, affects college baseball. So we're excited to kind of talk and just – really play with some of the ideas that are could happen in the future here. So let, let's get right into it, Orlando. I'll lead with you since I've been talking a lot. Let's get your ideal eight. Give a quick description of why. I don't even know. You can give a winner if you want. You can give, you know, the final, the championship games if you want. Do whatever feels right. We have free reign for this. I like that you're giving me independence. You're kind of letting me spread my wings a little bit here. There you go. But when I, I didn't want to interrupt you because you have, you know, such an amazing radio voice and you were just, oh, you were going, you. you were going, you were going strong. I didn't want to interrupt you. What was that point about the different teams? It doesn't matter which team, like it could be a team from you'll see when i say my list you'll see no 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 no. not no not like a i I see what you're saying not like a roster just a roster a team that so it could just be a team that might college team a a team that might not have a a school that might not have a team anymore do do i need to spell it okay all right so like okay yep that that makes a lot of sense i i was just thinking that you were saying like any team 
from any era and it's like no what if i like the 19 you know 17 michigan wolverines to, i mean uh, if you wanted like what were they using back to like take. sticks like what 1917 they were using they were using some the some logs they were hitting the ball with either log, logs. muskets they were just hitting the ball with muskets well they probably had muskets like in the dugout just laying around you never know um, are we going to do a snake draft as well? So I give one team, you give one team, or do you want me to just go through my eight? Do you want to give me my eight, and then I'll just bounce? What do you think? Like I said, whatever feels I, better I like, for you. I like the snake draft. I, okay, I, really I can like tell. The snake, I can tell. Snake let me, draft let me because it allows list. us to to bounce us bounce ideas off each other, especially okay. if one of us has has the same team. Because I'm sure we might have the same team because we've done a certain interview with a certain head coach that lives in southern california that i don't have that team oh wow he's gonna be mad when he listens i know i know but i know coach coach john doe yes he's gonna be upset well anyway i'll just go first then okay. um, let's let's get the elephant out of the room that coach is coach valenzuela yeah we had him on the show please listen subscribe rate review long beach state that's my ideal eight i i love whenever a team like this is in there um, just because they bring some sort of element of, of grittiness. You know, you see these big SEC co- teams coming in there, you know, six wristbands. You got Kramer Roberson has uh, Air Force Ones on – Air Force One cleats for LSU with, like, right. his hair that looks like he's from Outer Banks or Blue Crush. So it feels good to get, you know, uh, some you know, little kid with a mustache in there hitting in the two-hole with some speed. Uh, also, they they brought out those black jerseys this year. That those are some of the sickest jerseys in college baseball. And they had legit pitching. Like I don't know if their roster could have propelled them into Omaha, but they did have two legitimate weekend guys and a pretty good freshman on Sundays with right. a, with a good bullpen. So that that can be enough. Like we've seen plenty of teams do that before. So it's not like they couldn't have got there. I don't know if they had the roster to, but I certainly would have loved to have seen them in Omaha. That would have been extremely impressive uh, from a first-year coach to get in. But if there is anyone that could do it, it would be Coach Valenzuela. So oh yeah, that was a great call there. I will raise you a Long Beach State. Hey, nothing against. Long Beach State, I pick teams that I might like for literally no reason, or they might be a little close uh, to my heart for for Mm -hmm. other reasons. The first one is really no other reason other than their colors. Clemson, uh, I think college baseball, you know, when I think about growing up watching college baseball, Clemson was a good team. They they were off to a good start this year. I think they they might have made a splash in the top 25 for a second, um, and it would be good to see them return to the promised land. So, so I went Clemson, um, never been to South Carolina. I don't know why I would end up over there um, besides to watch Clemson. Uh, but that's my pick. That's my pick. That I like that pick. pick. I, I like Clemson's pants too. Something about those pants where they just run uh, like just tight, run. tight at the, uh, at the foot, at like the heel, right. the Achilles. I like those. You got to be able to have, like, you got to have strong legs. But if you're able to rock those those pants that cut off, Clemson does that very well. Obviously, with the great color, with the orange, good stadium as well. I like that pick. So I'm going to go ahead and raise you. This is a team that they've actually built the program up slowly, and it's a great program now. Like, they made it to a super regional last year, but get kind of bad rap because it's like kind of the preppy rich kids, and that's the Dukies. 
the Dukies, yeah, baby. Yeah, the Dukies hot, yeah. were hot too. They finished. Let's see. They finished ranked uh, number eleven, so they were just right. outside the top ten. Had a really good start to the season, obviously, um, right. and they were building momentum from last year. You know, they were hungry. So yeah. the Dukies. That's a great pick. The Dukies are my pick. pick. I mean, Marcus Stroman. I feel like the Dukies have just gotten better since he came through the program. You know, love the guy. He's a 5'9", 5'8", guy, throws gas. He's got his own clothing line now. Uh, what was H-D-M-H, height, doesn't measure heart. I love the idea. I feel like you can only wear that if you are in, a like, a professional sport. Like, as much as I love the idea, I can't wear that walking around. I just don't think I can I – I wouldn't want to, I don't think. I don't think it's a great – well, that's pretty self-deprecating if you're just walking okay, around. I mean, like, like obviously Trader I'm taking. Joe's yeah, like, obviously I'm taking. But can you imagine, like, some dude at the bar trying to pick up chicks with a height doesn't measure heart? Immediately, <laughs> like, the, the biggest douchebag at the bar. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not right. even close. I already think if work. I see someone, like, wearing that at the gym, I think they're immediately a douchebag. That's, that's, that's just that's bad. Mean. That's mean. It's, just, it's like, are you – do you want to challenge me to, like, you know, you can do more, like – like bench press or something like I, I so but anyway dookie's great pick great pick, you know markets keep doing what you're doing come on the show shout out marcus stroman but i'm not wearing that at, at the bar um next this is another one close to my heart uh it's cal it's cal i am it's kind of a it's a flyer it's actually not the most ridiculous on my list so we're just getting warmed up I love but it. I mean, look, you go to a Cal game and sure, they're not known for um, college baseball per se, but they have a great atmosphere. You go out there, they're barbecuing. It's a great time. And, you know, all those years ago when they made that made it, I guess it's still a Cinderella story, even though they're pretty big school when they almost got their program cut. We haven't really heard from them since, you know, Dusty Baker, I can see Dusty Baker's son lead in the charge, you know, uh, getting into the the MLB draft while this is going on, it just would have been beautiful to see. Yeah, they also would have had, like, one of the most miraculous turnarounds of a team. Well, they had, they were like, three and four or something. No, they were bad. They were really bad. I think they were, like, three and 12. But once again, once again, you you love those those Cinderella's, you know, those, those – Yeah, this is those... my – like I said, I have more ridiculous picks on here. So. Good, good. I love it. I love it. No, I love Cal as well. Um, like I said, you're rooting for the turnaround and that's just, that's great. That's awesome. So when someone's failing, talk to Al, he's going to pick you back up. Let you know. I will. You may be three and 12, but you're going to Omaha. Right. All right. My next on the list. See, now I just feel bad. I didn't pick a bunch of like shitty teams. Now well, I'm going to think, like think I'm an pretty, elitist. If, if it sounds like you went pretty realistic, that's the vibe I'm getting from you. Yeah, and that's never you did your homework. That's off brand. You did your homework, and that's cool. Hey, man. Hey, good man. for you, bro. Yeah, good whatever, for you, nerd. Whatever, whatever is clever. Whatever you know. Whatever made you feel a type of way. Um, this is. So I'm gonna wait to pick my champion because I, I I do have a champion. Okay. Um, and but this is a team I would have loved to see. Once again, this is more the color thing, but mm -hmm. they do have they had a really good team. Uh, this year I really liked watching them play like from the start they just got better and better each week as well and that's Ole Miss. Ole Miss right. was 
really, really good. I think they had enough pitching to get them to, uh, to Oman. They were really young. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it really doesn't – like, experience is great in Omaha, but if you're just really talented, you're more talented than everyone else and you play better, then you're just better. So right. I think that Ole Miss had a really legit shot this year, especially with down years from LSU. Uh, we thought Florida was maybe going to have a down year. They ended up going like undefeated. Um, so I didn't, I don't even have Florida just cause I, I don't know. I didn't want them, but Ole Miss, Ole Miss is my pick. Okay. Well, I mean, I already know who your champion is, so I'm just waiting for you to say the name. Uh, See, cause I, I, I know I'm what it is. Shock the world. Okay. I'm ready to shock the world. Um, next, another team close to my heart, never been in the state. Uh, but this was a team that literally I said to start the season, why are they never good or why do we never hear about them? They started to make some waves. They were playing some bad competition, but, uh, you know, being in the SEC, I can't remember whether they got into the top 25 or not. Great colors. Tennessee. Yep. Tennessee, you know, um, they were off to a hot start. They weren't that proven, but they had some decent wins. Um, and I just think that when you're in the SEC, you're always going to be in the conversation. You get a little hot. You get a little hot to trot. You get in there. You get rolling. And you never know. So I'm going Tennessee. Like I said, I mean, those dark gray, like, I don't know if it's charcoal, but the dark gray and orange jerseys that they have are – probably the most underrated jerseys in college baseball. Yeah. And it sucks. Cause if they were legit, they would, wouldn't be underrated. They would just be the best jerseys in college baseball. Exactly. Exactly. And they, but, it, they were ranked 20th by the way. So they were really good. They're really go. good this year. There you go. They're really good. And they beat Wright state. Um, and Wright state's always a pretty good team. So, right. I mean, uh, that's a great pick, but kind of off brand for you, you know, you're not picking the, the shitty team so well it's well, okay. <laughs> okay all right well d- don't worry don't worry um <laughs> uh, my next one is going to be uh we're going back to the west coast and this is kind of my 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 shot in the dark my bow and arrow not my legolas because he's really good at shooting arrows but it's kind of a blind shooting arrow uh, okay pepperdine the Ooh. waves baby the waves they were off to a hot start mm-hmm. they took a series at michigan they swept the opening weekend against USD, Minnesota, and Oregon, which, I mean, those are good teams, not great teams. They were starting off well. WCC is a great conference, but there's always just, like, if it's not Long Beach, and I don't think the committee would even allow Long Beach and Pepperdine to make it at the same time because they just make sure right. the West Coast teams always play each other. Yeah. There's just one West Coast team all the time. But – I think Pepperdine, like, you know, one of these teams gets hot always. And UCLA, I didn't want to pick them because I just didn't want the Pac-12 team in there. I wanted right. to kind of I'm, – I'm a man of the people, you know, the, the working middle class. Sure. So I'm going with Pepperdine. They, uh, they had a great team and, and beautiful campus. You ever been to uh, Pepperdine? I don't think I'd go there because they have some strict rules. But Right. They good. heard it's – yeah. Well, yeah, we got beautiful you. campus, beautiful. beautiful campus. Well, look, now I'm, I'm switching it up because I, my next pick was UCLA and I'll put it to you like this. I'll get, I'll put UCLA in. If we're talking about, do we want 
decent ratings, right? For um, you know, college, college baseball to do well, they're they're a big name, and and UCLA has had their struggles being a number one overall seed and just kind of not living up to expectations. So it would be nice. Uh, so for ratings, we'll go UCLA. But now that you got me on this WCC path, I'm thinking for my own fun, I would say LMU. As I've said on this show before, I have um, a core group of friends that all went to LMU. And I can only imagine the fun that I would have hanging out with them if their team made it to the College World Series. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, and it's funny, I just thought of this i said in my i just happened to say ucla and lmu lmu that's the team that took ucla to the last game of the regionals and they ended up losing but they beat ucla the first time so lmu i don't they weren't off to too hard of a start this season but they could have gained some momentum you never know so that's my um my fourth pick and that hits hits close to home, like you said. Hits close you know, to home. That's, uh, that would be awesome if, if this was a, an actual College World Series of, like, Cal, LMU, like, right. just all new teams. Uh, ratings would be boo-boo, but um... – Ratings would be ass. Like, no <laughs> one would watch. We'd have but... to watch it on ES, uh, the Ocho. Yeah, they would put it on some – yeah, the Ocho. They'd put it on watch. You'd have to get ESPN Plus. Like, it would just be right. like a – yeah. Um, this other, my next team is Mississippi state just because mm. they were another team. They were kind of like Ole Miss where I just really enjoyed watching them play. Uh, I liked, right. I liked watching their lineup. I think more than any other lineup in, in college baseball this year, just because of the competitiveness of their, of their bats. They always had a plan. Um, you could just tell they're very well coached, really disciplined up there. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Um, so I think that the, and that's usually the formula to get to Omaha is mm-hmm. don't make mistakes, pitch, throw strikes, competitive at bats. That's with enough talent, you know, you, you get, you can get to Omaha doing that. And I thought they had all those components. So getting a little serious on you, but Mississippi state, and they do have for, for having the worst colors in, in all of college sports, like those colors are just fucking hideous. They make it work. Like they, right. they have some sick jerseys and they make it work. I don't know. There's definitely a worse color out there, but I'll have to I'll have to get back to you on what it is. Akron, maybe. Maybe, maybe, to- which Toledo. is kind of on brand. Yeah. yeah Toledo. 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 Somewhere in Ohio or something right. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, kind of the exact opposite. You probably don't even know what colors this team even has. I'm going with Norfolk State, my mom's alma mater. Um, the only thing I know about Norfolk State is when I visited them my senior year in high school, and they, I spoke to the head coach, and he basically said, yeah, well, our center fielder uh, is a sophomore, so you probably wouldn't play for a while. Long story short, I mean, I ended up going to a junior college anyway, but that's all, that's all I know about Norfolk State. But, hey, you know, my mom would enjoy it. So, yeah, other than your mom, who's probably the most notable alumni, right? Is that, is that correct? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking the top at – top of my head, yes. I'm looking at some other notable uh, Norfolk State alumni. Mm-hmm. And we have – I mean, I've never – Pee Wee Kirkland. 
I don't know who that is. Uh, the, I, I've never heard of any of these. The, oh, JB Smoove from the best. Oh. Sp- yeah. He's no, at, I mean, he's on curb. He's, he's on a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's leading the charge. He's leading the you charge. Know, he's he'd on, definitely uh, be there. He'd be in Omaha supporting the guys. He'd be in Omaha. You'd have to bleep out every other word he was saying, you know, uh, he'd be, he'd be there with his crown Royal vanilla. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I'm going with. I bet you didn't see that one coming. I don't even know where Norfolk state is. <laughs> I don't, it's in I don't Norfolk, know. Virginia. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I've heard of Norfolk, Virginia. I was um, born there. They, actually, are they Division One? They, they are. are. I think okay. they're in the Miac, which like Bethune Mi- Cookman. The Meow. There. Yeah. Yeah. The meow. Okay. Um, all right. So Norfolk State going to Omaha officially, <laughs> and so we got three teams left. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna save one of these. All right. So yeah, my next team, and we'll, we'll call them the third placers. You know, the bronze medalists. Uh, that's Georgia, just because mm. they're pitching. I think Georgia's pitching was was yeah. elite, was very very elite. Georgia's coming and, in hot. Yeah, they were they were really good. Um, great great colors again, another great color school. Uh, but Georgia was really good. Obviously Hancock at the top of the rotation, and their lineup was was pretty studly. So I got Georgia. I don't think they. There's just something. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, there's just something about a national – they just look like a national champion. You know, it's Georgia. just like I, – I don't know if they had that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, when you're like, oh, this – this, you know, this team could definitely win the national championship. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's just Georgia going to win it? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I did mean, look, just watch the Fresno State-Georgia game that was on TV uh, from when Fresno State beat them. So, I might have right. a bad taste in my mouth from that. But well, – if I remember correctly, and you kind of came to their defense, how much weight, not necessarily, I think the last time we talked about it, we were talking as far as rankings, right? So to say, oh, this team keeps dropping midweeks to teams that they shouldn't, like Georgia Southern and random teams, to say that this shouldn't affect their ranking is one thing. To say, does this sway what you think about them is another. And me personally, that just reeks to me of, as – one bad game here, there. Now, sure, that was at the beginning of the season. We're not talking about playing until June. But we obviously will never know. But that is always a red flag for me because the teams, nobody's going to go undefeated. But they had lost like three midweeks or like something a little bit more than – a little right. bit more serious than like a drop here or there. Right. No, you're, you're 100% correct. But they came to play on weekends. So – is the College World Series played on a weekend or the week during the week? Monday. Not if you get to Monday. You'd have to check out the analytics on that. Yeah. Oh, is it me? Yeah. You're okay, up. well, I'm taking it back, to the, taking it back to the SEC. Uh, another team, great colors. Love them since Cam Newton was there. We're just a big going, color podcast. We just yeah, love uniforms. I have, I have three teams with orange. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just noticing that right now, yeah. But I'm going I mean, all with my Aub- teams are red. I'm going with Auburn. I'm going with Auburn. Ooh. Yeah, Auburn did show some promise. Um, yeah, they, they, they have been in the mix more lately. And I think, uh, it, like I said, you get in that SEC gauntlet and – you never know. If you make it to a regional, you just feel more confident going into it, and you never know what could happen after that. Right. And, I mean, Omaha last year, 
So they're clearly on the come up and their Friday guy was nasty this year. I like yeah. watching, watching him, watching him work. That's a great pick. Um, are they, or they're orange, right? They have orange. They're juices. like that really dark blue and orange. Right. Right. I don't yeah. know what, you know how like the teams all have like funny like this isn't red it's crimson like i don't know what their actual colors are considered right but, uh i just say blue and orange blue like and the orange. broncos like the broncos but not ugly because i'm a raider fan so that just looks i kind of like the broncos orange jerseys well you know what i kind of like the cowboys colors well, I mean, or the Seah- you- i love the seahawks even no, more how okay. about that how fuck about that you. fuck you all right let's uh <laughs> love the neon big neon guy my, my silver medalist is my preseason pick. And okay. I, I said I would ride them. I said I would. But, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I, wouldn't, I would be doing a disservice to my own brain and my eyes if I didn't, mm-hmm. if I didn't backtrack from, from that pick. So it's Miami. It's the U. I thought you were good. That was going to be your, that was going to be the champion. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that, but it's like, man, I watched them play so many times. I put them in there. I put them in this eight because I love Miami. I I just, they're, I mean, they're cool. They're really cool essentially, but I didn't, every time I watched them this year, I'm like, yeah, this team is good, but they're just, you know, they're anywhere in that 10 to 20 range, 25 Mm -hmm. range. Like I don't, think they they don't like stand out as a top 10 team or so or they don't do anything overly special um but who knows you know maybe they they just got gritty in the in the last you know the last week of the season the conference tournament into regionals super regionals boom omaha baby dude the last thing miami is doing is getting gritty those guys are pretty you know what I mean? Even when they slide, like the dirt doesn't stay on their pants. Like they ain't getting gritty, but maybe they just have enough talent to get there. I hope, I hope so. Or I mean, maybe next year, I don't know, but in my right. hypothetical world, they caught fire. Um, and well, they, they yeah, caught I mean, I also picked Norfolk state, so I'm not right. gonna, I'm not gonna give you too much, too much mess about meeting up with Norfolk state in the first round of the, uh, Dude, World those series. betting odds. I'm heading straight to Vegas, putting a hun- hundred bucks on um, Norfolk State, and I'm gonna flip it to ten G's. <laughs> what? I wonder what their <laughs> what is their mascot? They're the Spartans. On... They're the Spartans. Oh, okay. Spyro. Yeah. Spyro. Oh, that's a great game. Spyro. You know, um, I'm going another one close, and these mine weren't in an order, so this isn't necessarily my second place or whatever. Another got to be a drastic turnaround. Uh, I'm going Stanford. I'm going Stanford, another team close to my heart. Sure, they're one of the bigger boys, but, you know, they stay true to themselves. You got to have good grades to get in there. You know, they're not letting in any Joe Schmo to, to get over the hump. They're trying to do things the right way. They're off to a rough start, but we know they – always have talent and if cal can turn it around why can't stanford maybe they meet up in the championship that would that's what i would love right and with a norfolk state losing in the bronze medal game so there you go that's those there you go. those three yeah no i mean they'd be the first 
sub 220 batting average as a team to probably get to Omaha, which it's just like the Giants. It's just how like awesome the Giants. would that be if they just made it to Omaha with everyone hitting 210? Yeah, it's, it's not about how much you hit, it's when you hit, it's when you hit timely mm-hmm. hitting. But yeah. if you never hit, yeah. then you still have to hit, period. You still have to like get hit sometimes in order right. for it to like be good timing. So, no, I like it. I like it. I love Stanford, obviously. You know, we're Bay Area guys, so I love the Stanford pick. My uh, my champion, and this was a team that we both were kind of like, yeah, can we really picture them? I watched them a couple times. I mean, in the past, like, five or six years or so, they've been dominant in their conference. Mm-hmm. Um, they've taken over Texas and, and the Big 12 total, but that's Texas Tech. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I, I yeah. really think Texas Tech, this was the year where they finally won the whole thing. Right. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, guys, all really good. Really good approach at the plate, really good hitters, and they, they're really well coached, extremely right. well coached. I, I don't know. They just looked like the best team that I watched this year. Uh, besides, yeah. I didn't want to put, you know, Florida coach – O'Sullivan, if you want to come on, awesome. We love you. But, you know, fuck Florida. Like, they win. They're there every year. Vandy, they're there every year. We want Texas Tech winning it all this year. What do you got? Um, okay, well, you know, I talked about bringing some, somebody back, right? You got to bring somebody back. Oh, yeah. And you know where I'm going with this. You know, if this is a hypothetical game, and I already technically gave eight because I gave LMU and UCLA, so just let me have my fun. We're bringing back Temple baseball, and we're winning the whole thing. Okay, I don't. We got. We decided we're we the football stadium isn't necessary. We're bringing back the baseball team, and we are just like Cal that year. We are so motivated. We get all the way to the promised land, and if we're already there. Hey, you know, that's what they always say in the playoffs. Fellas, we're already here. We might as well win it. Like, that's always, that's always in, like, the pump-up speech. Um, oh, yeah. So that's what I'm going with. Your Texas Tech pick is, like, this is the year for all those teams like that. Like, te- the teams that haven't gotten over the hump. Like, Gonzaga is, like, this would have been our year for college basketball. Oh, it's like, yeah. You know, no, it's every team that's missed out or like choked, you know, in the past, like three years is like, fuck, right. like this year, man, we would have had them. We would have had them. No, it's really awesome. You say that about Temple. Are you implying you would also be the head coach and that you would lead them to that? Because no. that's honestly what I'm imagining is like you specifically bring back the program and just say, you know, hey, minions, just follow me. I know the winning formula. That's And true. then you lead them back. So then they would look at the, the, our record while I was at Temple. They'd be like, we don't know if you're the guy. <laughs> like, you're the intern. Like, maybe you can help. Maybe, yeah, maybe you can help us find the guy, but we're not sure. Just come in and like pump us up before the game. You're like, get the interim uh, thing slapped on you just for a season. Exactly. You'd have to win the championship. Exactly. Um, but yeah, look, you know, like we talked about Norfolk state temple, that's who I would, be putting my money on, you know, so speaking of money, Orlando, have you had any trouble betting lately? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. And there's so much stuff to bet on now, now that sports are opening up. That's so true. You know, while you're waiting this out at home, you can still have some fun betting with our partner, betonline.ag. No NBA, NHL, or MLB yet, but don't worry. BetOnline still has hundreds of games, events, and sports to wager on. NASCAR is back. Madden and NBA 2K simulations. UFC. Online casino with poker and blackjack. And you know what else? If you like the last dance, be sure to check out the final dance with roundtable interviews from ex-Chicago Bulls, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges, and Ron Harper as they discuss the Michael Jordan doc in full. I'm sure that is interesting right there. There is still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your wagering solution. You know, Orlando, that was a great segment just to really, it seems like one of us took this more seriously than the other, but that's kind of on brand for us. You know, no, I really like it. We needed two different perspectives of one of a bunch of underdogs that, that clawed their way out from the, the toilet. And then yes. we needed, we needed one that could, you know, it was what we expected when the season ended, but also right. we don't know what the se- what happened when the season ended. So we can do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. Exactly. One is for the dreamer. One is for the realist. We got something, you know, believe in college baseball has something for everyone. That's right. just, that's just outstanding. Norfolk State, um, baby. Norfolk State. Go Spartans. Uh, what was it? Sparto? Sparty? Spyro. 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 Yeah. Spyro. What is it? A dragon Spartan? That's the What's dragon. Yeah, dude. I uh, love that game when I was little. That and oh, Crash yeah. Bandicoot. I just got Crash Bandicoot, the, the racing game on ps4 it's a double double disc one disc is the racing game which is basically like a mario kart type deal Bro, Very i used fun. to love that game for playstation we got it for ps4 and then it also comes with the normal crash bandicoot game <sighs> gotta check that out check gotta it out check that out um okay well let's take it back to reality here it's some stuff that will affect college baseball because everything is just gonna trickle down and snowball uh obviously if for any listeners that didn't already know there's a lot going on with major league baseball on top of just trying to get major league baseball back there have been some budget cuts which is an interesting term to be used when you talk about a professional sport that's not usually what we hear or even you know uh with the nba the hourly workers getting let go and things like that. You never really think about the players. Well, Major League Baseball is in an interesting position because they got a hell of a lot of players and there there had to be something done and something was done. They let go of about 100 major or minor league players so far. And according to Jeff Passan, by next week, it'll be upwards of 1,000 players. Uh, this is crazy. Me and Orlando did some math. Each organization has about 125. Uh, so give or takes, you know, you got to think maybe the organizations with more money might keep more or less, uh, but it's a lot. So Orlando, obviously uh, a former minor leaguer, how do you feel about the situation? I'm sure your heart goes out to some of your buddies. H- how are you feeling about everything? 
Well, it's sad. I mean, the fir- that's the first emotion that you feel is just kind of like you, you feel really bad for, for a lot of these guys, especially, you know, there's a human – like, obviously, this, this had to happen, and we can get into that later. Like, it, it, it pretty much it was the, the way that it was shaping out. It's the mm-hmm. way that it always shapes out because there's a virus and there's no draft. They have to cut even more. But I was really sad just because it's the dream of, of so many people. That sounds cliche to say, but it really is. Like, this is their – this is a lot of people's – and even though they don't make much money, but damn it, this is what they say their job is. Like, this is right. their job. This is their employer cutting ties with them just one day saying, hey, you got to be ready for a season at any time. Stay ready, even though we all have to fucking quarantine. And so you don't have a weight room. You don't really – it's tough to play catch. But, hey, be ready. Just be ready. Right. Exactly. And, it, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call one day saying, actually, no, like, find a real job. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, the first thing, like, I know, I know a lot of the guys that, that got cut today and, you know, I haven't talked to them, but I, I can't imagine, you know, the, that, that first feeling, obviously, you know, you, you recover, but it's just, it's, it's sad. That's the biggest thing that, that I can think of, especially thinking about what this virus has done also, you know, to, to other workers and but obviously mm-hmm. we are close to the baseball community so you just feel sadness for a man like it's it sucks it absolutely yeah. sucks it's days like this where you get reminded that it is a job right um because and i think the tough thing for them is when you get released i would imagine the same way as when you don't even get asked to play the next level is basically, okay, your time is up, right? In some capacity, but at least in the past, anyone who's been released before, or, you know, just didn't get offered to play after a certain level, you know, it's like, all right, I just didn't, I wasn't there, right? I just wasn't there. My time came for this it's not necessarily that because we were going to keep you and see what would happen, but it, so it's like kind of performance based, but also it, it's performance based based on this situation. It's not like we were going to cut you, but since we now have to make cuts looking at the numbers, it's going to be you. And look, I, like we always say, I'm a couple years older than you. I've been laid off before. Um, and it was, a, it's like the same thing, like a company layoff. It wasn't anything that I did. And instead of it being about performance, it's more about like your day-to-day performance is more about what does your performance bring to the company, this, that, and the third. So to see the, the different types of people, I think we were, we were texting earlier and we would say, it would probably, it's probably going to be mostly those older guys, those journeymen. Um, so for them, you, you think off the t- top of your head, okay, well, do they, maybe they hop, they hop in indie ball for a second, but with everything that's going on, why would you even hop when, whenever indie ball actually gets played, what, whatever this ends up doing to indie ball, when it finally does get resolved, why, even if you love it as much as you love it, you're probably better off trying to go overseas and just enjoying yourself because the chances of you at 
I mean, even 24, like, let's just cap it at 24. You're a year, a year or two out of college. Um, unless you, you went junior, senior year, you play for a year or two. Now you're 26 and you never got, let's say they never got past like high A. Now you're thinking, now you're thinking realistically, right? Because you don't have a lot of money unless you, you got a decent um, signing bonus. You don't have a lot of money. Or you got a trust so, fund. Or a trust, or a trust fund. I mean, I used to joke that, you know, <laughs> most of the people I know that play indie ball or that played indie ball, they were taken care of. Let's just put it like that. Like, I'm sure there are people out there that were re- really grinding, but most of them are like, I can afford to do this, you know? So if you're not in that position, it's like, do I really think I'm going to get back there? I'm 25, you know? Every day we hop on Instagram and we see another kid from the Dominican or somewhere else, 16 years old, signing for $2 million, $3 million. That's every day. Right. It's right. Tough, no, man. it's uh, that is a really good point. And then we, we also, you know, we're texting about you bring up the journeymen and, and how they're, they're getting rid of those, those roster fillers. And it's like, I couldn't help but think like, is this, is this pretty much the end of the journeyman? You know what I'm saying? Like, is, is that how this is going to unfold? And, and obviously there's a lot of steps that have, that have to happen. But if we want to get into this now, you know, the fact that there is so much spotlight now on paying the minor leaguers and, and making sure that they are taken care of rather than, you know, what they've been treated like in the past. So, are they going to just be like, you know what, like, fuck it. Like might as well just shrink the minor leagues anyway and get rid of these roster fillers essentially and just pay these guys more and have three levels of the minors. Do you think that that's how this will end up? Put it that way. Yeah. I mean, there were talks about shrinking the minor league system before all of this. So, you know what it, you know what it seems like to me, um, because me and you just, you know, normal nine to five jobs. It's the same thing. And, I, you know, in San Francisco, it's the tech industry. It was hard for tech to, unless you were it, those hybrid tech companies, not the, the Twitters and these like real deal tech, but these hybrid techs, like um, it was hard for them to move away. They were in this position where we're a tech company, but you know, we, we still like people to dress a certain way, but you got a limited time off and, you know, kind of the idea of the nine to five job, having an office, things like that. All this, all this did the pandemic is just speed up that process. Right. So now it's like, okay, well, we just went through when this is all said and done, probably like close to six, six months of working remote and not that much dropped as far as what was getting done. So why do we need to pay for a big office in San Francisco to make this happen? That just seems like a waste of money to me, which is the last thing companies want to do. Like we talked about, the minor league system, they're already talking about shrinking the minor league system. This kind of just accelerated that process. And once they do this, think about it. They got rid of a thousand, or they're going to get rid of a thousand guys when it's all said and done. They still have the draft, right? There's 30, I'm not a mathematician, but there's 30 teams, five rounds. 
So they're bringing in a good bit of people. So even with that, you're, I don't know what that equals, but that probably equals out to me, like with the people that they already have, there's like 20 rounds worth of players in the system, right? Maybe 15, 20. And it's probably going to look pretty good. And it's going to be, why do we need 10 more rounds? Why? And then they're going to pull up the numbers of realistically how many, you know, and we love the stories of the guys that, um, like the Niger Morgans of the world that went in the 30th round and things like that. But it's few and far between. Right. Right. No, you're – you're 100% correct, and, and I, I don't know if it's because, you know, I, I played in the minor leagues and I just have, you know, a lot of friends that are, are still there and still grinding, but there's just something, you know, and, and I agree with it. You cannot pay everyone. Right. If it were up to me, you know, keep all the minor leagues, fucking pay all the minor leaguers, whatever you keep, but keep them because some of these towns are cool. Like the minor league towns are cool. We make fun of it a lot, but it's really right. cool. And, and they are a big part of some of these small great hats. Town economies, great, great, hats. great hats, great, like theme nights, you know, like right. club foot awareness night. Mm-hmm. So shout out to shout, shout out. out to club foot. Right. Um, but it, it's just like, it's realistic, you know, Mr. Realistic over here. Like you can't, pay all of these minor leaguers so if that's what people want you have to come out and say and mlb just does once again they're the worst like they're so dumb they can't just come out and like say that straight up like hey we get it we but we have to meet in the middle we can't just pay every minor leaguer a minimum of like 30 grand a year right that would just that would be absurd you know Mm -hmm. like and then there's always you know the the idiot that's like, well, if every billionaire, you know, if he gave every minor leaguer $1 million for the next, you know, two years, he would still have like three. It doesn't fucking work that way. Okay. That's right. not like how equity works. Right. So just be quiet on Twitter. <laughs> if MLB just came out and said and developed a, a really legitimate proposal, maybe have four teams, but that would eliminate what's been going on for years and which is that these players are mistreated they're just cut out of nowhere like the the mariners my last year brought in like five unsigned like undrafted free agents literally for the last 10 games of the azl season because guys had hit their innings limit all great guys too like some guys Mm -hmm. i still act one of the guys i still keep in touch with but like it's like you're bringing guys in for 10 games and I get it. You're going right. to have to do that. But it's like, they're doing that a lot. You can't like, that's giving, I, I get it. You're giving someone a chance to live out their dream, but this isn't like, this isn't fucking make a wish. This it's is tough, man. This is professional baseball. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to go even more extreme. And this is probably too extreme, but out of the four major sports, major league baseball, the NBA, NFL, and NHL. Out of those four major sports, right, physically, athletically, and you probably know where I'm going with this, the other three, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on. NHL, I know they have AHL and a bunch of different stuff. They have a couple minor – they only got like two. Um, and the NBA has the D League, or what is the G League now? The G League, but they and have full representation in the G League. Like right. they they have a union, like they're represented great. Right. 
Um, and then you have the NFL, which is just the NFL. If you look at that, right, and if you look at those four sports, you could make the argument that Major League Baseball might be the league that needs a minor league system the least. When you look at, like, what is literally, like, physically needed to be in the majors and you're looking at stuff like Kumar Rocker, like the top tier guys in, in a world where there was never the minor leagues, does Kumar Rocker need to go to the minors? Like if there weren't a minor, if they're okay. Or like a G league one, maybe two levels. That's all that is necessary for most of the guys that they're putting most of their money into anyway like i've talked to guys we've had people on the show and i've talked to guys in the past where they've been balling but the, you know the team has money in a guy so they push them forward so it's kind of like what are we doing they need right. someone to play against they, they need someone to play against pretty much yeah and it's honestly it just goes back to this is just how thing like it's so simple with some things and it's just like no, oh, this is just how it was done for hundreds, like not hundreds, but this is how it's done since the beginning of the minor leagues. That's just how we right. do it. We just treat them like shit. And we, they don't treat you like shit. All right. Uh, that's, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. I don't want any, like anyone to get mad, but we're just going to, you know, essentially plug and play you. We're going to tell you, Hey, get on a plane here. And, and that's how it's going to be. And, and we accept that. Like, that's fine. I don't, like, I never complained about playing in the minor leagues. I said maybe it wasn't, like, my favorite. I liked college baseball more, but honestly, right. I'm sure you would find a lot of people with the same opinion. But there's it goes back to just, like, if you want to pay them, you can't have 125 guys in the minor league locker room. And right. it sucks. You feel for the players that lost their jobs. To it. It's people losing jobs. But if you want true change, like, this is actually what has to happen. Okay. Uh, right. And also there's this. As cool as it is to say, hey, I play professional baseball, it really depends on wh what you're doing with your life after, right? Like, maybe it helped you get your job. But I would argue to say that just playing college baseball, period, would – probably be enough where you find the people that really can um, use that as leverage is the guys that we know that are doing lessons that want to get into coaching, like things like that. That's where you need that. That's where it helps to say, I play professional baseball, but all these guys that are just going into normal jobs, it's not, it's, it's a memory. It's just a, it's just a nice memory and it's something cool to say to people, you know, like, what would you say, how many people, okay, so what is it? Is it 30 rounds? It ends in the 30th round now? 40. Or 40, so yeah. See, that's how long it was. I forgot it used to go to 50, then 50, they cut it yeah. down to 40. So from, from 30, rounds 30 to 40, when they're draft, most of them, we'd have to look at the numbers on how many people take. So they're taking right? like Johnny Manziel and shit. They're taking a bunch of high schoolers, which I never understood why they did that when the kids clearly aren't going to go. It's like, well, I have a scholarship to Clemson, but I got drafted in the 38th round. Like, I, I never understood that as a salty college player that didn't get a call. I never got that. Um, 
And maybe we could have a scout on to explain why it is that they do that. But either way, from 30 to 40, how many players you think those organizations think, you never know, this kid could actually develop and make it to the majors? Or, okay, we, we, first of all, it's the rules. We have to draft them. And we can throw them in wherever we need to, and they can play, you know, our first rounders. Yeah. That, is that really a dream? You know what I mean? Like – Every, some people every so, it is. Some people it is. That's the thing. Some, that's true. I would, you would, we would need to ask those guys and say, and they would all say the same thing. I'll never take away being that day where I got drafted. But if you're really thinking about it now, it's like, is sure you're taking that day away from some people, but how many of those people ended up broke? And cause they're not getting high signing bonuses ended up broke. And yes. well, it's possible, sure. I don't think that's minor league baseball's fault. That's probably okay. on their own. I don't know if they Good can point. afford. Can they afford meth? Can they even afford meth? They definitely probably can't not. afford coke. Yeah. Coke's expensive. You know? No, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, don't, I mean, you have to sell some stuff, like some personal belongings. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I get it, but if you look at what their true intentions are when they draft from I, I you could even I, I won't go under 30 but from 30 to 40 that's completely unnecessary <laughs> so on I think I think 20 20 is great I didn't want to be get that some, spicy but bro, you could you could get easy, some studs 20. 20 rounds get your studs like fill your minor leagues there are great players there are good players that get drafted after 20 i'm not saying there's no good players that get drafted after 20 there's a ton of big leaguers that are undrafted there's a ton of big leaguers in the 30th ton of big leaguers in 25th but i'm just saying like if this is what you're going to do if you're going to be like yeah we want to play minor leaguers now we don't want to have seven levels of the minors then okay make it 20 rounds you can get plenty of great players in 20 rounds it would also make you draft smarter like teams would pay attention to the draft more because of this like right. they're drafting some guys that's like ah you know nephew <laughs> you that's know, what I'm nephew like that's what i'm saying and it you know obviously um helps it could like let's say they cut it to 20 let's just and we it's so funny saying that like it's extreme when 20 rounds with 30 teams is still ridiculous right right um but let's say they do that bringing it back to college baseball college baseball podcast that definitely helps college baseball and the level of competition in college baseball because we all know if you're a bubble guy and you happen to get taken in the 34th round out of um, a UC Davis or something like that, and you're not positive you're going to go the next year, or you just don't feel like this is the first time you've been drafted. Let's say you weren't drafted in high school, um, and then you finally got drafted junior, started there. You know, you're at a mid-major. You're not at like a SEC country type school. You're probably going to take that, right? Now, you never got drafted because it only goes to 20 so you come back and sure there's still there's still going down to 20 doesn't mean there's not free agent signings but now you have now you see davis stays good now you know another school stays good so that's good for baseball because that trickles down to junior college all of it so for me 
And for this podcast, I want to see him cut instead of going into the great beyond. You know, there was a guy, um, there was a guy who went out of, uh, when I was at Kenyatta, Aloni, Aloni, I think he won player of the year. Uh, from Aloni got drafted. I don't even, I wasn't under the 20th round, I don't think. He probably could have went to a ton of different schools. Took it because getting drafted out of a junior college when he might not have expected it. Why not? Most times, like, pitcher, you know what I mean? Took right. it as an outfielder. I checked, you know, just because I was salty because he did, you know, very good that year. That was, like, my first year I wasn't playing yet. I, I checked up on him. Um, and just one day, he had just gotten released, you know? And now, instead of that happening, now that kid goes – presumably goes to a four-year and makes it a random team good. Maybe he go, He went to Ohlone. Maybe he goes to San Jose State. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get a guy like that. So that, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm excited for. And for high school. You know, those kids from high school. Isn't it crazy how much impact, like, I mean, not to get, you know, bring up Rona, but how much this impact is – you know, trickling down everywhere. Like it goes from these dipshit owners all the way down to the MLB players. They got to make budget cuts. They got to cut minor leaguers, cut non-baseball operations staff. And then in turn, it's going to make pro ball less appealing. Is that, is that it? Not appealing, less appealing, but it's going to make it as if like a harder, I guess more of a harder goal to reach because of right. of how many rounds there are. And in turn, yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna transform college baseball and make it like I'm not saying college baseball already isn't amazing because it is, but it's gonna be a lot more talent yeah. coming back. It's gonna be a lot more talent coming back. I actually have a a very interesting take as well. You know, uh I don't know if if anyone who hasn't visited um, my Instagram or Twitter has no clue what I look like. I am African-American. Um, and another thing I've been thinking about when you think about getting rid of some of these rounds and maybe there being, like you said, even you said four leagues, which I still think is high, but even three leagues or less to get to the bigs. Now you have a situation where the obviously Kyler Murray is very happy he's playing football right now with the mess that's going on with major league baseball. But once they get back on track, assuming they get back on track, now you have a situation where some of these athletes from the inner city that typically pick a basketball or football, because it is that quick money. Now they might be looking at it like, Whoa, well, there's only two leagues to get to, to major league baseball. Now, you know, it's not six anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and things like that. So maybe that helps, you know, and right. like this has the, the possibilities are really endless. Well, the stigma of the minor leagues is gone too. It's exactly. like, you're not exactly. thinking, ah, oh, shit, you know, I'm going to like bum fuck Arkansas and right. right. I could do that or take my chances in the G league. I think I'll take my chances. Right. You know? So it's wild, man. It's wild. <sighs> That was a good, healthy discussion. That was, yeah, we really uh, got after it. We kind of got serious there, too. I was really proud of ourselves, other than the minor meth comment, but I think that we got serious. You led the charge on that one, of course. For the most part. 
we'll uh we'll have an interview next week correct yeah next week um that's pretty much it i don't know about you orlando but the weather has been scorching over here so if you are also experiencing hot weather stay cool stay safe out there hope you guys uh liked our lists too our contrasting lists yeah hit us up um with more ridiculous stuff for me and what orlando messed up since he made a real list yeah or yeah or just tweet me a random list i like that too there you go all right see you guys all right see ya thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.